Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something like Talk Time on Podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. And there it is! Sutton United out of the GM Foxhall Conference have put down first division Coventry City, winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never one like this. But the whistle goes down. Delight for Sutton United. Sutton United, the National League, are through to the last 16 of the FA Cup. No longer English football's perennial non-league club. A 123-year crescendo reaches a new peak for Sutton United, who are promoted to the Football League for the first time. Nice and what happened there. Hello, welcome to the Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. Uh, it's the midweek um, social, not the Sunday service, as you're seeing on social medias, but never mind. Um, a couple of guests for me today. Firstly, I'm, I'm going to introduce the guest who's been on a few times before um, and explain exactly what happened during that intro. Um, hello, Andy. How are you? Hi. And I'm very well, but I especially enjoyed your little eye roll and head rolling when you heard the 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 dundo it's the podcast guy you were the, <laughs> I, I witnessed you it firsthand didn't I? yeah <laughs> it was you repeated exactly the same words but totally different tone it was I, I i believe it was oh my god i don't believe it and then you saw my face and you said oh my god i don't believe it <laughs> so same words ever so slightly different meaning <laughs> um but good to have you join us again. And also joining us today is Alex. Hello, Alex. How are you? Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me on, mate. No worries at all. Um, well, Alex, I'd arranged for you to come on mm. already. And then I found yeah. out some interesting um, bit of information about you the other day. <laughs> and Alex is now going to be known as the gift guy. This is, <laughs> yeah, this has gone straight on my CV. It's the biggest honor of my life. If you search Sutton United uh, on WhatsApp, you will find a gif of me humping my fists after a hard fought 1 0 win over Newport on Easter Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
I don't even remember who who put it. I was talking to someone and they put a Sutton mm. United um, gif, and I was looking, going, "What the hell is this?" So I popped it out. They're going, "Oh, guys, did you realise we had a gif?" Next thing, Alex has gone. That's me. Yeah, my phone just started lighting up from various group chats, just saying, "Have you seen this?" I couldn't quite believe what I was seeing, but yeah, it's a, a special moment. <laughs> so we started with the highlights, and we might as well go back a little bit. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you support Sutton and how all that happened. Yeah, I'm. So I've, I, my family home's been in Cheam um, for as long my whole life. So I've obviously been really close to. Sutton and the ground and it's my local team and um in the as it's so hard to get Premier League tickets you know throughout my childhood and, and still is the case now that my dad has often taken me down to Sutton United from a young age and that's obviously developed my love of football generally and also the way the clubs run and the community being part of that's been fantastic and then as I've sort of got a bit older and gone with his mates and you start to get to the point when you're in your teenage years and you get old enough to have a drink before the game and you're having a drink with him and his mates, you sort of feel a bit old, older than your years, which is quite a nice feeling as a 17, 18 year old or whatever. And then, and then since then, obviously with the FA Cup run a few years ago, that was a big part of getting some of my mates involved in it as well. And, and yeah, being a season ticket holder for, for a few years now. I love it. <laughs> Excellent. That's, that's exactly what they do. I, I think I said that to, I can't remember who it was again, someone on Twitter said a message about, Oh, Sutton United, really nice club. And I was like, yeah, be mm. careful. Be careful. That's how they hook you in and track yeah, you. You can never escape. Because <laughs> Andy and I, I think we're nearly, we're approaching 70 years between us, which is... Uh, right, slightly more than me. Yeah. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> which is a worrying, worrying stat. Mm. Um, but I just, we've got quite a bit to talk about with the Crawley game. Um, firstly, I feel really, really bad because we have clearly ruined some Crawley fans big day out because Absolutely. they didn't create an atmosphere <laughs> yeah they, they were not happy were they <laughs> they they have been very upset on Twitter all, all day mm. um because we didn't create an atmosphere a couple of points um a this is Crawley <laughs> and we've been there <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> a surprisingly big crowd for a, a midweek I have to say I was a bit surprised mm. when they announced it was over 3,000 did it did, yeah I was like, they must be counting season tickets who aren't here, but I was reliably informed that we don't do that anymore. It's all, yeah. it's all the barcode, it's actual numbers through the gate, okay. um, which which makes this season's attendance even better, mm. um, to be quite honest with you. Um, what, what were your thoughts ahead of the game, Andy, if I come to you? Um, so line-up announced, what were your thoughts? Um, well, after, after going to Barrow and seeing really, well, the second of two quite abject performances, um, Newport, I thought we were terrible at Newport, absolutely terrible. We'll tell that's more understandable. Um, I was just thinking, we're not going to be terrible three three games running. It's not going to happen. Um, and then I saw the team line up and kind of, the things I thought weren't working at Barrow were replaced for this. So, Will Randall coming in for NZO, Beatman back in midfield. Um, and, you know, just those little changes I thought, yeah, this is this is going to be quite straightforward. Didn't really after seven minutes, but yeah, I was I was pretty confident. Yeah, I mean, I I did actually say, and I'm going to claim it absolutely. I, I'd said it was going to be a good game um, because the Leighton Orient game after Wembley was not very good. The mm. Newport game after Wembley was not very good. So any of the new people thinking they'll try Sutton United have now all buggered <laughs> off. <laughs> we we produce a great game, um, but again, ahead, ahead of kickoff, Alex, what what were your 
what were your thoughts? Yeah, but similar to Andy, I actually went to the pre-match curry that the club were the club were doing. So we had a little bit of insight from <laughs> Matt and, and Bruce before the game. And Matt was basically saying that, yes, the boys were all gutted after Barrow and there had been a couple of knocks picked up. You know, Andy mentioned the changes that we'd we'd had, but actually they were they were pumped to have a game so soon afterwards and a chance to to right the wrongs of Barrow. And also we've been talking about this game in hand for such a long time. I think that he was sort of saying that the players were looking forward to getting on level on games and seeing it as a chance to pick up the points. But equally, you know, there's pressure that comes with having that game in hand. We've said for so long, if we if we win our game in hand, we'll be right in there in the playoffs. And that, you know, it's it would be very subtle if the pressure got to them and there's a winnable game and we didn't end up doing it. So after six minutes to be 2-0 up was was fantastic. I thought the lineup. I always look at the lineup, and the first name I look for is is Eastie in midfield. And when we don't have him, there's a um, bit of trepidation, I think. But I think I thought Ali obviously he had his two goals, but he played fantastically last night. Um, and another one I wanted to mention, I thought Donovan had his best game in the Sutton shirt that I've seen. I thought it was fantastic the way he held the ball up, unlucky to score, um, unlucky not to score a goal. You know, a couple of chances in in the second half that run down the right hand side and cut inside was was excellent, but I thought generally he played really well and and just such a professionally done job with the game in hand. I thought they should be really pleased. Yeah, no, I, I again, Eastie's one of the, one of those players, as you say, you look for. Um, but I did mention to a couple of people um, near me, I, I wonder has Eastie given Ali a few one to one lessons? Maybe um, because some of the some of the the fouls were definite Eastie esque. Oh. Um, <laughs> the winning of the fouls, you mean? Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it was like, oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> clarify, not not cheating or anything, just just winning no, no. and draw, drawing the foul. I think is the, uh, yes. is the professional way of saying it. Um, obviously, no Joe, but mm. John has done. It's like he hasn't been out for that long. Um, I think no you could make mark. a case. You could make a case to say that the right backs are strongest position in the squad, really, with the two we've got there. Mm. They are just fantastic. You can, as you say, you can sub each of them out, and they are completely yeah. at home in that I mean, position. I think Joe gives a little bit more attacking. Well, obviously six mm. goals, but a little bit more attacking wise. State the obvious. Um, and <laughs> John was trying last night, and then suddenly he kind of realised, "I'm not. This isn't my game." And he just started playing mm. as John Barden plays, and it was a lot better when he when he sort of did that properly. Mm. Um, but yeah, those opening six minutes. Um, yeah. How was that? <laughs> In the queue for food, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. Our, our group is is known to get there a couple of minutes after kickoff. But yesterday, because we were at this this pre match meal, we were there bang on time, and thank goodness we were. Uh, yeah, Andy, yourself. What did you think of the quick start? Yeah, I mean, actually, I thought because we um before Ali scored, we actually had a really good chance, and I think it was a block shot or something like that, and it kind of the ball kind of drifted out, and I'm like, hang on, Ali's got this. He's got. He's going to get this, and he just fired that cracker. I thought that was that was absolute quality. That's funny you say that, Andy, because I, 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 I under my breath, I said, "Don't shoot." Did you say in the second half we skied it over the bar? Oh yeah, yeah. No, by then yeah. I was saying shoot, shoot for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, so six, seven minutes in, we're like, this could be a cricket score. And then our players proved how much they dislike us because they decided, <laughs> yeah, this is all too easy. Let's give them a few heart attacks <laughs> and decided to let Crawley sort of come back into the game a little bit. I mean, 
hindsight is a wonderful, wonderful thing because we can look back now and go, actually, it was never in doubt. But um, at the time, there was like, oh God, oh God, what's happening every time? I time? wanted half time, definitely. <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the 10 or 15 minutes before half time, I was looking forward <laughs> to the whistle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was one shot. I oh, know, I think that was second half at Dean. Uh, it was a good shot, but it was like literally he just snatched it out of the air and it was like yeah. so nonchalant. Um, but yeah, they, they were kind of, you had that horrible Sutton feeling, did you, that if they scored one, we could suddenly... Um, and they should have scored one, really. They had that one that in the first half that Dino saved and then the lad put the rebound wide when the goal was not quite gaping, but it's a real chance to get a shot on target and he stuck it wide, much to the disappointment of the uh, of the passionate Crawley fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, in second half, again, it's a bit more the same. And it was, obviously, they decided to, they won the toss and they, they had us playing the mm. wrong direction um, each half, which is annoying, but still. Uh, Worked out well for them. He did, yeah. <laughs> I think Dave had a great chance for them. Um, yeah. Heart, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> but yeah, again, he, he had another one of those nights where just a tiny bit off um if or no no he had a good game but if it was a tiny bit what fell for him a bit better he could have had an absolutely outstanding game he was he was it was everywhere again um but again when ali scored I, a couple of minutes before ali scored I, I turned to josh my nephew and said right that's it we scored twice in the first six minutes we'll score twice in the last six minutes <laughs> And then he scored, and Josh is looking at me like, "Honestly, I'm not." <laughs> I'm not really. Ali, I mean, Ali could have had a hat trick. <laughs> Ali could have, Ali could have had a hat trick, and with that one, he missed just before he scored, and he also could have stuck one in in our own net as well with that one that bounced off his thigh over from yeah. the corner and just looped over the yeah. bar. He could have been, he could have been three one by himself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I thought it was a nice touch that when he, when he scored, they let off a little flare for us. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Yeah. Bringing the flare down and then deciding to use it in the 85th minute when you haven't scored any away to Sutton. The consensus was my mum will never let me have this in the house. I'm letting exactly. it off. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, overall it was a, a, again hindsight, but an excellent performance. Mm. Um, just what you would really want. Two nice early goals. Um, I think I actually think overall it was a good game. Mm. It, it was a good performance for us, but Crawley, Crawley didn't play badly. Mm. Um, yeah, we, we, were, we were certainly the better side of the day, but it actually was quite an entertaining game if you're a neutral watch. Honestly. I think, and I think I agree, and I think that's the best we've passed the ball in a game for a while. You know, I thought yeah, there were moments in the Mansfield away where we, where we did it well, but I thought the, the ball retention last night was was really really good. And Crawley must be sick of the sight of us when you think of the away game we had down there where they that's the one I think they missed a penalty in the 80th minute and then we <laughs> snatched it in the 85th or something to win one nil, and now they've just come and got got battered three nil really i know you yeah. you know you make good points about them having some chances but equally we had the one where bennett nearly controlled it and went through and then we had wills one in the first half donovan and ali in the second half we could have had we could have had five or six really i mean we we stuffed them and to, as i said at the start to do that with the game in hand i think it's really impressive yeah i think i said on, on the way out if, if we'd scored six we could still justify coming away going we could have got more yeah, um, yeah. so yeah it was it was a really good performance yeah, well, that'd be nice. The, uh, the the shot that Will that Will had, which was a really good save by their keeper. When you're talking mm. about teamwork, that came off the back of about mm. seven or eight passes. It was mm. that would have been to me almost probably goal of the season because of the way the team played. It was, it was beautiful. 
a beautiful. Yeah, it was very nice. Really mm. good. Right. So there's a couple more points I want to say about the game, but while I remember, um, let's have your uh, player of the day nominations. I'll go with four. So Ali's there, first of all. It's, that's a nice, easy one. I, I chucked Donovan in there as well. I thought Donovan led the line really well. It just the way you know he's not he's not physically massive, but the way he gets in front of defenders and holds the ball up when it's coming bouncing up around him with these massive centre backs behind mm -hmm. him, I think the way he does that and then often rolls them and creates chances, I thought was great. Yeah, Andy. Uh, I have to say Richie Bennett. Richie Bennett. Uh, Richie Bennett makes me laugh. Actually, <laughs> as well as He's just, you know, I mean, yeah, uh, without using a rude word, I'm going to use a rude word. Um, my name for me, shithouse. That's, exa <laughs> that's exactly how he plays the game. He's absolutely hilarious, but he gets stuck in and his work rate is just constant. There was, a, there was, one, there was one bit in the second half when he was kind of injured on the floor, kind of catching his head. And Sarah was standing next to me and she's going, oh, oh he's on the floor. I said, don't worry, it's Richie Bennett. He'll be fine mm. in ten seconds. Off he get, off he goes. You know, um, he 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 definitely uses the whole kind of uh, gamesmanship really, mm. really well. And I just thought, I mean, he just he he deserved that goal. That goal was yeah, pretty smart. He could have got another one. He was yeah, he he was a constant thorn in their side last night. Yeah, and I think that's a good point. And even <laughs> when he's not having his best ninety minutes as a whole, he's capable of producing. You know, the flick for the goal, as you just said, was great. And also, he won back-to-back -back headers in the build-up to our third goal, Ali's second goal yeah. as well. And it's just that kind of stuff where even if he's not having a brilliant night, he just pops up with things like that and makes makes things happen, partly because of his stature and his presence, but also he's got the, yeah. as he showed, he's got the deft touch for his the way he took his yeah. goal. was was excellent. Excellent. Um, well, I'm going to chuck the one other name I'd written down was, was Harry because he didn't have his best game and I felt really bad because I was a little bit critical. And then I listened to Matt saying he's ill. Mm. And he played the whole night and he was not feeling great. So I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so for the, the fact he got through it and, and did what he needed to do. Um, and again, being a bit critical is because of the standards, not, not mm. because he had a bad game. It's just what, what your expectations are. So I'll stick them out to the pod. I, I have a sneaky feeling <laughs> that I know who's going to win again yeah. this week. But hey, whatever. Um, I'm going to vote for Donovan. <laughs> you the Harry one's an interesting one because I've got this I've got this kind of opinion of where actually sometimes it's not necessarily who is in midfield, it's who is with who. Yeah. And Ali always plays a better game when he's got Harry or um Harry or Craig Eastman with him. Eastman, Whenever yeah. Kenny's with him, and this is no disrespect to Kenny's ability, it, it just goes anonymous. And that happened at Barrow. Um the midfield was kind of lost, and that's why we weren't creating anything. Ali was like a completely different player. No. Um, he was getting he was getting absolutely stuck in everything. It, I just think it's it's the combinations and it's it's yeah you say that about up front how you'd never really try and play Omar and Richie together mm -hmm. or Tanto and Donovan together because actually it's about the combination of the two and I thought that combination worked really really well. How so yeah, I can, about, I can see why with Harry. Yeah. What would you, what would your ideal centre mid partnership be then, Andy? Would you because I mean I love Harry. I think he's you know as you say he, he tries so hard every game. He's good on the ball. Yeah. Kenny's, Kenny's obviously a complete trier as well, put him in that category. But I'm excited next season, injury permitting, to see more of Eastie with Ali together. I think they're just both so technically good on the ball. What do you feel I about think, that? I think with me, I, th I still think it's Eastman and Harry. Um, yeah. the, the weird thing about Harry's had a really, really funny season, apart from the, obviously the massive injury layoff. Mm. At the start of the season, he wasn't playing very well because Matt kept playing him out wide. Yeah. He, was, he was playing him as a wide player. And Harry isn't naturally a wide player. And he just kept, you, you could see it, kept drifting out. I remember the Scunthorpe game. 
um, every every attack Scunthorpe were having were on that side where Harry was because Harry just kept drifting in, kept giving him the space. As soon as you put Harry in midfield, he's he's like a dynamo. Um, so I still think I still think it's very for me. It's the mid centre midfield is very much like the defence. It's like yeah, Louis Ben Goodliffe, but then if one of them's not available, Kobe Rose is an excellent replacement. Yeah. Um, for me, it's still Craig Harry, and if no, if one of those are not available, um, Ali. And we've seen this season and, and most seasons that are really the importance of having the squad, haven't we? Yeah. You know, with all the injuries and, and the fixture congestion in League Two and mm. uh, and hopefully League One, gents. Oh. <laughs> Might not <Yeah>. say that. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that leads me. There was one other little point. Obviously, had a bit of fun um, teasing the Crawley fans, um, but there was reports that some of the young ones were throwing bottles and stuff, which clearly is not not funny. Um, mm. As, as I think the, the Sutton Youth um, Twitter account said, it doesn't make you look hard. It makes you look a div because there's a fence in between. And also, let's please remember that loads of us have to walk through the park past all the opposition fans as they're going yeah. to the train station. So let's not create any tension as we have to walk through them. Um, that is selfish, but there's lots of us there. Um, but we're going to move on to, because you obviously mentioned the possible chance of League One, uh, we're going to move on to... I waited 20 minutes before I mentioned it, Mike. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very good. Um, it is a point I wanted to make. And at the moment, lots of people are putting up screenshots of the table mm. and they're cropping it at position seven. And I'm like, okay, but we could finish somewhere between three and ten at the moment. Yeah. So we, we I, I know it's unlikely and everything, but it, it is still possible. Uh, but we're just going to quickly um, move on to Saturday's game against Bradford. And... Tom from Banton Banters here. Hello, Tom. Nice to see you. Guys. Hello. Hello. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, Tom. Hi, Hi Tom. Um, so I've just seen a message from, uh, sorry, I've forgotten the name of them, the, the lower league look team. And they said that they've got us to win the playoffs. So if we beat them on Saturday, it's because it's you let us. <laughs> so Yeah, I mean, yeah, at this point, yeah, I'm, well, I'm not really bothered. You, you can just beat us, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't care less. Just want the season to end, and we want a full season. He's, he's doing. He's, he's doing really well. Um, it's like such a. It was such a random appointment. Like the fact that uh, the chairman, when he got the email, he found it in his junk folder, and then when he got it, he thought it was a spoof. He thought it was like a Bradford City fan <laughs> winding him up, saying, "I'm Mark Hughes. I want," and he just kind of half ignored it. Yeah. Then when he realised it, it was actually genuine. He like couldn't believe it. You know, if, if Mark Hughes has only ever managed Premier League teams, applies for, your, for the for the vacancy, and when you're in League Two, you just take it. You don't really interview anybody else. You just take it. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it was unbelievable, and we needed that. We just—it's just sort of been so bad this season. It's been terrible. Like I, I've been sat here listening to you guys talk for ten minutes about your midfield problems and and uh, who's good enough to play in midfield, and I'm thinking I'd love to have that issue. I'd love to be able to try choose two midfielders. Bloody hell. We, we honestly, and I don't mean to pile it on, but we weren't talking about who's good enough. We're talking about of the four, which is better than the others, because <laughs> even the two that we said were, were not working so well together, they're still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it, it says it all, really. It says yeah, it all. So, yeah, it's, great appointment. It's one of those FIFA games you're choosing between someone who's 85, 86, and 88, and 89. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't have that. We don't have that. We have one player who's in his 80s, maybe, and then... But look, look <laughs> listen, it's going to be a lot of big changes. He's, he's, he had a chance, he's obviously coming outside of a transfer window, so he had a chance to sign anybody. 
Um, he knows who he's going to keep. And we, we all, all City fans, I can speak to everybody, we want this season to end just so we can really have one full summer of Mark Hughes signings and then into next season. We needed it, though. The previous manager, Gary Boyer, Oh, depressive. Such a terrible, de- boring, depressive manager. And we needed someone that were going to get the fans back on side, not another boring appointment. Um, so Derek Adams, yeah, he was terrible. Gary Boy has been terrible. I mean, yeah, he's taught me. Not, not a succession of managers have been terrible for us recently, but hopefully Matt Hughes will, will change that. We'll change that. Yeah, well, his appointment has, has had one little thing. Um, I was chatting to a Fulham fan um, at work today. And I just mentioned, oh, it's going to be a bit weird because we're going to have Mark Hughes on the touchline. He suddenly looked up and went, why is Mark Hughes managing the Bradford? And I said, oh, yeah, you got a point. He said, he left us because the club didn't match his ambitions. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't oh, got we're, a game on Saturday. We're ambitious. So we, it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> we might have a few extra Fulham fans coming to say hello to Mark Hughes on Saturday. So <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> It is all ticket, and um, for the first time, yeah. you've got to buy in advance. So, if anyone is listening, make sure you get your ticket in advance because there won't be any on the day, apparently. Yeah, so, it'll be a good. Um, I think it's is that our second to last home game, or something like that. So, yeah, to be honest, yeah, I stopped taking notice at the table. I mean, I, 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 I genuinely don't even know where we are in the table. How about it in front of you, Tom? You're 16. Don't tell me, I don't, I don't want to know. know. <laughs> <laughs> and crucially, you're safe from Alderman Scunthorpe. Yeah, I knew that much. Yeah, I know where yeah. you guys are, though. You're on your tinter it. You think you're just on the on the edge, aren't you? A few points yeah, off Swindon. I know, I know that much. So I'd much rather be in your position. And I just can imagine if, if you got promoted into League One. Well, I tell you what. The Fair ball, enough. The I think you can see the reaction there because all three of us didn't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> all just shook our heads. I think. I think well, I still haven't realised we're in League Two yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wider football community will love it because it will stop everyone having freaking conversations about attendances. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they'll have something to deal with. <laughs> so. Yeah, have something to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, I, I, you know, you're there for a reason, and obviously you deserve it. We'll be a different beast on Saturday. I'll tell you that much. So we've we've definitely since Derek, Derek Adams very much bought, very boring, very negative, um, very defensive. Um, Mark Hughes is all out of attack. So he's playing all he's playing all the attacking players at once. It's it's like he just wants to try and see the score goals. Um, so it'll be a very very different beast on Saturday. I think it'll be a tougher game for you than last time you played us. Um, so yeah, it's um, it, four, it's four three Saturn then, Tom. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe like last night, like Man City Real Madrid, you mean just like a similar yeah, sort. similar standard of football as well. I'm sure. I'm not sure. My heart yeah, I'm sure it will be. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, we, we will be a different beast. We seem to be going forward very well at the moment. Um, we've got, I think we've got a different goalkeeper. We've got an excellent goalkeeper at the moment. A lad called Alex Bass, who's from from on loan from Portsmouth. Unbelievable goalkeeper. Although saying that he did cock up on, on a goal last week when we won, but uh, up until that point he's been making some amazing saves, which is and been keeping us in games really. Um, probably to be fair, a lot of the, a lot of the reason where we are now is to do with his sort of last gas saves, which has led us to a draw or the three points very rarely. I think if he, those had gone in against the Wolves goalkeeper, we'd have been in a lot more relegation battle than we are, unfortunately. So You mentioned Saturday because I, was, I wasn't at the game with, with the, the, the trip to Barrow. That was way too far for me. You didn't um, miss much. <laughs> but we, I was watching Twitter and obviously you guys took, like us, I think, you, you took two goals really early 
And I saw yes. loads of Scunthorpe fans being like, oh, God, this could be 10. Um, and then I saw some Bradford fans saying, we were awful after that. Yeah, um, literally the first five minutes, 10 minutes was unbelievable. And if we play, honestly, if that team, if that same team played like that for 90 minutes every week, we would win the league by God knows how many. It would be unbelievable. It, it was crazy. It was like, oh my God, it's happened. It, the Mark Hughes effect has kicked in. <laughs> and then after 10 minutes, they were like, oh, that'll do. 2-0. Let's just revert back to what we were before. And then we were kind of clinging on a bit then. Um, but we, need, we needed that three points. It's been a, it's overall, it's been a, a terrible season. Um, and, and, and like I said before, we, we kind of waited for it to end. And as much as, you know, I, I love coming on and helping you out guys out with the podcast. I mean, it, we could have played anybody on Saturday. I mean, I'm, I'm still debating whether to go, to be honest with you. Well, I know, well in fact, I got offered an away ticket and I would have gone because it's a ground I've never been to. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I've never been to it. Yeah. So, and, and and then I was like, yeah, but let's not forget, I'm going to watch Bradford against Sutton. And they, I know they're going to want to win and yeah, I don't know. That's a funny one. Yeah, you should come, you should come see the ground. What's the well, attendance? It's... What, what's like the, the capacity? Sorry, just over about four, four something, isn't it? At the moment, I think, I think officially it's just over five thousand. I think to be yeah. honest with you, Tom, we never get that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so brilliant. The, the way in, I don't know how many we've. I don't know if the if yeah if it's going to be ready. So the way in was was done up for this season um, to get to the capacity, and um, this works ongoing. So I think it still might be less than five hundred tickets available. The, the, the terrace. Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah I'll on. give you an update on that one. The terrace basically is going to be ready, but the council will not be able to approve it in time for Saturday's game. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's basically going to be 400 and something seats. That's it. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, because I, I know I thought we only had three. It might be 400. Maybe I've read it wrong. Um, and it, so if you're looking to get a ticket, then it, it would be great. However, the, we're in a situation where there's not, like like me, not many people are bothered about travelling. You still get the diad, you still get a 500 diad, like where, no matter where they go, no matter who we are. Um, it, we, we do travel support usually quite well. They'll, they'll go wherever. And a lot of them won't have been to Sutton, you see. So it, it, it's, it, it'll, be, it'll be one to tick off. So and I, it were very, I were very lucky to get off the ticket, but yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to take it. Um, so... You'll regret that next season when we're not there to. I know. <laughs> you know what? Out of, out of everybody, in, I, I want you guys to go because I, I love like a bit of a fairy tale thing. It's it'd be great for you. You know, I remember speaking early in the season, and I can't remember where, where we, we, we were. We were, I think we were still mid-table, and you were kind of doing all right, but you were kind of surprised. And to see you still there and in it, um, yeah. I'd, 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 out of everybody, I'd, I think I'd. Uh, like you guys, I don't, I don't know. I just just got a soft spot for like the, the the underdog, and it's you've got you've carried on that momentum, which is really key. Um, and, and league league one's just going to be mental. We've been you know dreaming about getting like league one out for years. We're like the opposite of you guys. We as fans, we always think we've we've changed a bit recently. We always thought we should be in a higher league. We should be getting promoted our league two. We should be getting promoted every single week. And our mentality is had to change. We are we're a league two club. For a reason, because we're in League Two and we've been here year after year after year. So as our our expectations got to change as fans and our mentality's got to change as fans. If we're gonna turn if we're gonna turn around the club fully and get and actually get promoted, you guys are just on the crest of a wave still. So yeah, I am rooting for you. I mean, I still I still want to be on Saturday. If, if, if we can beat you on Saturday and you still manage to get to the playoffs, then I'll be <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's it's really tight at the moment. I think it's like it I said, is, we yeah. can still finish third or tenth at the moment. Yeah, it's mental. Yeah, it's mental. Really, really bizarre. 
And the uh, fixtures and that other other play, other teams around us have got to play each other is they're amazing yeah. as well. I mean, you look on Saturday, it's it's um, Northampton are playing Exeter, I think, are they? Or, yeah. Sorry, Exeter, Port Vale, and then you've got Salford and Mansfield are playing each other. Port Vale have got to play Newport. So there's loads of variations. Everyone's playing yeah. each other. It's, it's, it's so up for grabs. But what, yeah. what is utterly ridiculous is if we now finished 8th or ninth, we would have a feeling of disappointment. Mm. Yeah, but then that's if we, really if, if we were offered 8th or 8th or ninth at the start of the season, we would have pissed ourselves laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. We could yeah. go down comfortably. Yeah. And rightly yeah. so, you know, having yeah. just come out yeah. of National League for the first ever time, we were completely comfortable. And, and weirdly, League 2 is going to be tough next year. It's looking like... Um, Wrexham, Stockport coming up. Yeah. Um, so and both very good teams. Maybe even Halifax. That'd be great if Halifax came up for us. A good local derby. Um, but yeah, so it's not it's not going to get any easier uh, in League Two. Definitely not. Well, well I don't know. Ask somebody on coming down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Wrexham are trying their best to blow it as well. So don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are. They are. They're on a, yeah. they're on a mission, out there just to try and really. They always do. The They've only... got a Wales match to watch on the final day, so they don't want... <laughs> yeah, that's the... Yeah, it clashes, doesn't it? Yeah, that's the excuse already done there. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Um, it'll be it'll be nice for us again um, to be hosting a, 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 a club that for years we we were never on the same... same Well, not even the same postcode. We were like, maybe we might get them in the cup once, but to play yeah. um, in the league... And going in potentially as favourites is just absolutely well. It's mental, and we keep saying it every every single podcast. I, don't, I say I keep saying it's mad and weird, uh, but yeah, we're we're really looking forward to it, and especially as our last time game of the season. And also, if anyone is listening, um, it's also Matt's third year anniversary. I think on Sunday, so it will be a very good um, moment. Three to years, wow, that's good. Uh, good for him. I know three years. It's un- and, unusual, and- isn't it? It's unusual. Mm. And he's like something like the 15th longest serving, or last time I checked, 15th longest serving EFL manager after just yeah, don't, years. don't surprise me. We've had, I think we've had five managers in the last two or three years, stupid like that. There's no, there's no, st- no stability, we want stability. You know, Mark Hughes, even if he doesn't do it next year, give, give him another year. If he's happy, we're happy. And they need yeah. to give him two years, three years. Don't just expect him to do it in one year. Let him change the whole team around and then the club as a whole. He knows how professional football clubs at Premier League level are run. Backroom staff, training, facilities. So use that experience um, and get, you know, don't just take him for his manager, his coaching skills. Take all his other experience as well. And I think the club are doing that. I think, they are. I think that's what Watford are planning on doing with, with Uncle Roy. Is, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's... he's He's ancient, and they're like, actually, you know what? We need to maybe stop with this football coach business, move him upstairs, and get him to put a blueprint down for the next 20 yeah, 30 years. Yeah, don't football be there, stuff. But mm. He knows what he's doing. Use that. Let's not just worry about the coaching. But to us, Matt, three managers a season, Watford as well. Know. Last five years. <laughs> but Matt, to us, is just kind of getting started. So when you kind of go, this is this is a project that's going to go on and on, and you see, well, hang on, all these other clubs, like you say, five managers in three years. To us, that's that's mental. That's yeah, it's God, just stupid. Um, but anyway, other we clubs can hang on to him. Yeah, other clubs keep doing that. Just leave Matt alone. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll be grand. Under the radar. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're just a small team. You don't need any of our players. <laughs> um, and Ali, if you're still listening, uh, you need to stay at the club for at least five years to develop. So just, just, just <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm um, making notes here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap it up there, gents. Unless anyone's got anything they have a burning desire to, to add to it. No. No, excellent. I feel like I'm at work going any other business. Shout the end of season party after the um the awards after the game on Saturday. If anyone wants to come down to the club, there's the end of season awards with the players. And, yes, and absolutely. That as well. Um, I, and this one you don't have to actually book. You just you no, just, just turn up, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Just rock up. That's another oh, reason we can get you down, Tom. We can get you down. Right, yeah, I, I might be tempted to go, take that take that ticket now. After that, yes. <laughs> yeah just rock up and it's a very good spot that you can stand in where all the players walk through mm. and you stand right there wasn't there andy that we yeah we randomly stood in a spot and every player went past we're like oh hiya hiya i think if i mentioned craig dunder said hey it's the podcast guy i think i might have mentioned that <laughs> I, I, I don't know, I don't, know. No, I don't think you have <laughs> <Once or twice. laughs> you click you on to that mate yeah you click on the absolutely <laughs> yeah i i messaged him after the game, after and said, Look, can you please, please, please send me a sound recording of that because it's going to piss off so many people? And he did. Brilliant. That's good. Good for you. Oh, good if it's going to annoy people, have it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, love it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, everyone, um, tag me on the social media if you want to say hello. It's um, at something podcast. And I'll put a, a, obviously the link to the guys who are on today so you can follow them for more hilarity. Um, and more gifts, more gifts, more gifts. The gift guy, yeah. always um, more gifts. <laughs> but thanks for listening. Thanks for your time, gents. Um, it's been real, real pleasure. And um, might see you on Saturday, Tom. Um, if yes, not, maybe we'll, we'll say hi. Yeah, good luck to the rest. Of, good luck for the rest of the season as well. You know, I'll be rooting for you. I really will. So, Lovely. cheers, guys. Thanks, yeah. a lot, mate. Cheers, guys. Thanks, thanks, guys. Take care. Take care. Yeah, like Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.